Yes, yes, yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, lads. Join with my guys, as always, Mr. Swervin Irvin Washington and Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. How we doing tonight, fellas? Missed the memo on the yellow again. Chilling. <laughs> you did, dude. You got some yellow. I gotta, start, get, I gotta start getting some yellow. So. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh... We are being brought to you by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to leave your seat. What a novel concept. Let's go. And Ben is drinking something that looks very tasty over there. What you sipping on, Ben? Yeah, so I got a, uh, this is a, a local brewery for me. Um, so this is from Hop Dogma. It's out of uh, Half Moon Bay. Uh, so about 15 minutes west of me. Um, and this is called Passionate Gibberish. Uh, and not going to lie, I bought it exactly for the can art. Um, big Simpsons fan. And it is the uh, the Simpsons chalkboard um, where Bart, I guess it's the classroom. and then But, but it has a chalkboard where Bart writes all of his, uh, you know, detention lines. But um, it's a hazy IPA, citrusy, smooth. 6.8%. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And it, it really is tropical. Um, I just poured it and the aroma from it is incredible. So nice, dude. And I love that the clock says it's five o'clock. So <laughs> Hell yeah. five o'clock somewhere. Five o'clock somewhere. What are you like, drinking? Uh, I am drinking Hawaiian punch. Like legitimately. Straight soda? Not nah, the juice. It's soda. No, it's not carbonated. Really? Yeah. Did it used to be carbonated? I think they have a carbonated version, but they do. They, but then the one, the one Jordan drink is probably not carbonated. Yeah, it's, it's just the juice version. Nice. And then I got a backup here too, Stella. Nice, good old Stella Artois. I love it. Nice. Yeah, I got to be up uh, at four forty-five in the morning, so no, uh, no beer for me tonight. Thanks. That's too early. But we're here to talk some uh, some baseball. But before we get to the baseball tomorrow, uh, some breaking news broke right before we went on air. Um, if you're not living under a rock, Draymond Green is suspended for Game 3 on Thursday. Um, surprisingly, the line's only moved half a point. Um, so because Draymond doesn't score points, yeah, but he's their. I mean, he's, he's our a, he's best a defender. defensive specialist. Yeah, 
And uh, but I mean, I was I honestly thought it was gonna move a little bit more. Um, but yeah, man, the the Warriors now five and a half point favorites on Thursday. Ben, what's your what's your thoughts on the on the suspension and kind of like everything that went down? Um, with I mean, Draymond? it was it was definitely an overreaction. I don't necessarily think it's a you know suspension worthy, but it is Draymond, and he does have that history behind him. And I understand where the suspension's coming from. Um, you know, I, I think it was kind of bitch made on both Sabonis's and Draymond's the whole situation. Um, you know, uh, Sabonis saying, "Oh, I, I grabbed him because I was protecting myself." That's bullshit. We know it. Draymond saying, "Like, oh, I didn't do anything." That's bullshit. We know it. Yeah, and it's just like it's two guys going hard, being emotional in a, a series that is, you know, fairly local and with guys that have been going back and forth all season long. I think that has to be taken into account. I don't necessarily think Sabonis should have been suspended or should be suspended, but at, at the same time, I, I don't know if, if Draymond's really does deserve a full suspension. No, he shouldn't have been suspended, but... I mean, if we're being honest, I get it. Like he, yeah, you're right, dude. When you say that his history definitely has something to do with it, dude. Yeah. Like if he hadn't been known as a dirty player, I doubt he gets suspended. I doubt he even gets the flagrant too, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but you know, if we're if we're being honest too and objective, like yeah, Sabonis did grab his ankle, but like Draymond easily could like step to the side, but instead he like literally intentionally use Sabonis as like a trampoline dude he like yeah jumped off of him you know what I mean so I uh you know I I didn't think he I thought I thought it should have only been a flagrant one I didn't think it was worthy of a flagrant two at the time so I definitely don't think it's worthy of a suspension um but you know Draymond strikes again man like the dude just is uh I mean he's comedy bro (laughs) yeah he really is dude uh but uh doesn't really hurt the Warriors though that's Defensively, it does because, I mean, you know, when he went out, Sabonis went to work. Yeah. And that was when the game really kind of took a turn. And, you know, as good as Looney is defensively, you know, the Warriors are very thin in the front court. So it's like if Looney gets in foul trouble now, I mean, who do they put out there? Yeah, nobody would. Kaminga? Only other person that might be able to match up. Maybe Kaminga? He might be too strong with him. For him, it's Kaminga. Yeah, it's like the only yeah, guy they have I mean, on the roster. Two prob- What's that? So that's like the only guy over six seven that they have on that roster. Yep, GP two probably <laughs> has the defensive prowess, but he's too small. Yep. So, and then if you take GP two off of Fox, then Fox is going to go even more crazy than he's already been. Well, I mean, Fox is already kind of cooking GP two when Warriors yeah. are having success with Deer and Fox is when they put Wiggins on him. Mm-hmm. That's what's been. Uh, Wiggins sucks offensively. So, well, GB two does too. Both those guys yeah. do. So it's oh, like yeah. they're your two best perimeter defenders, and you know GB two is like that's the thing with this Warrior series. They just have too many guards, bro. It's like you can't you can't play Pool and GP two and and Curry at the same time in Clay. Like that's just too small of a lineup. Mm-hmm. And it's like Jordan Poole is just so bad defensively, dude. And if he's not giving you 25 points a game, he's a net negative. He's just he's worthless out there. And yeah. that's kind of what he's been doing. Um, 
And the Rock. hurt? No, nah, they're just not playing no, him, playing. dude. Yeah. They're not playing him. Like, he should be the one playing over GP2, dude. He's a better three point shooter. He's arguably just as good defensively. Um, and he's bigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know. The Warriors, the roster, like, this series is just, it's showing the flaws of the roster, dude. Yeah. Like, last year they had Otto Porter Jr., who was huge, right? 6'9 wing that can shoot, play defense. They don't have him now. So, I mean, we're just seeing the, the flaws of the roster kind of take it take its toll. And uh, the Warriors can't win on the road, man. Yep. It's been a problem all season. And, you know, I said on Twitter yesterday, I was like, the, the Kings opened minus one, and it closed Warriors minus two and a half. It got up to three at one point. And I was like, bro, the, the, this is a total market overreaction because the Warriors lost the first game. How on earth do the Kings close minus one on Saturday and then they close plus two and a half on Monday even though they won? You're telling me the only reason for that line movement is because the Warriors lost and you think they're going to win game two because they're not going to go down 0-2? It just well, it didn't make any sense. But I also think that there has to, you know, a little bit of the that has the home court advantage, and it being the first playoff game in SAC for what was it like fifteen years? No, yeah, Ben, the Warriors haven't been to... good on the road all year. No, why I understand does it change? that. But why are I they a favorite? Because they should they they should not be a favorite they're on still... the road. Uh, yeah, I still think overall they're the, on paper they're the better team, and that's probably but why. they're not. That's a myth. And it's a myth because everybody's just, they're the defending champs. And they have Steph and Clay and Draymond. That's the only reason. But if you actually look at the rosters, the Kings have a better roster. Yeah. And the and the Warriors can't play at their pace, dude. I mean, you've seen the last two games, Steph's airballing threes at the end of the game because he's dead-ass tired, dude. Yep. You can't play at the pace. So, I mean, this series, to me, like... You know, I thought it was going to go seven regardless. And, you know, for the Warriors to win this series, they have to win a game on the road. Can they do that? I don't know. Yeah. So that's going to and if And now that Draymond's suspended, if the Kings take game three, I mean, dude, like, that, that means the Warriors got to win two in, in Sacramento? That's definitely not happening. Yeah. Might be time to pack the Warriors up, Ben. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't want to see it, but it wouldn't surprise me. And to I be mean, honest, we, we know that they're not the they're not the same yeah. team. Exactly. And this and this might be the end of the era because Draymond's a free agent in the off season. And if, yeah, but but Draymond's also taking up what twenty two twenty. Yeah, but if you're million? the if you're the Warriors, you want to pay him that much again? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying though. Like you it, can bring in. Maybe not someone who's equitable, but two people who will build into that. But they can't because they're already over the cap. So the way the NBA salary cap works is you can go over the salary cap if you're re-signing a player on your team, but you can't go out and sign a free agent if you're already over the cap unless it's a mid-level exception and you can only spend a certain amount on said player. So the Warriors are in a tricky situation, which is why they tried to do this two-timeline thing where it's like, okay, we're going to draft young guys mm-hmm. and kind of develop them and have and them play alongside. But then it's like they whiffed on Wiseman. I mean, dude, they could have had LaMelo Ball. Yeah. 
how much different would things be if they had LaMelo Ball right now? You know what I mean? And, uh, yep. you know. How much, how much would have been different if they whipped on LaMelo? I mean, even at this point with Wiseman, you know, at the end of the year, putting up 21 to 26 points a game. Yeah, but he hasn't been good. It hasn't been great, but it gives them size. It gives them something that they need. It's better than trading GP2 for five second-round picks. Well, I was going to say, the the worst part about it all is they basically traded Wiseman for GP2, a guy they could have re-signed in the offseason, yeah. and they yeah. didn't. Uh, just, uh, <clears throat> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. What do you think, Irv? Yeah, I hit the nail on the head. Draymond's reputation is why he got suspended. Uh, that wasn't a suspendable play. If anything, he could have got a flagrant one and kept playing on. But as far as it's serious, the way the way it's going, yes. Just the Kings are playing better defense. They pan at a faster pace. And both teams missed a lot of open shots. It's just the Kings are making more shots than the um Warriors. And the Warriors are having to expend a lot on the defensive end, so the offensive guys are tired at the end. Yep. They they're looking a little. They're looking a little gas. They're definitely looking gas at the end of games. And the Kings are a young team, and that's actually benefiting them this series because the uh, Warriors have a lot of playoff miles on their, on their on them tires, and it's looking like it's starting to show. And they've been a horrible road team all season. And like you said, if they can't win, if they couldn't win one of those one of those on the road. Now they got to win two. Well, I mean, if they still if they if they win both games at home, they still only need to win. Yeah, one. But I don't game. see them winning game three without Draymond because that defense is not going to be the same without him. Well, they just have to be smarter with the ball. Yeah, they I have think a lot that's, of turnovers. That's something that is just been really frustrating me was the amount of turnovers. And I understand that that Sacramento is a good defensive team. They're not though. No, they're <laughs> but, not. Uh, they're, tw- they're playing, playing better defense. Well. They they're they were historically defense. one of the worst defenses in the history of the league These this year. Fucking turnovers are just like, what are you doing? I will say this about the Kings' defense, though, is like they are playing really good defense in this series. Like they have not mm-hmm. played defense like this at all at any point during the regular season. Like this is a a team that like doesn't even look the same, right? And that's yeah. a that's a thing that I noticed watching the two games is like when it came down to the stretch. The Kings are getting whatever they want offensively. The Warriors aren't stopping them. And on the other side, it was even like in, in game one, it was a three-point game, but it's like the war- The only reason why it was close was because the Warriors were hitting tough shots. Clay was hitting tough shots. Curry hit some tough shots. But the Kings were playing good defensively. But on the other end, I mean, De'Aaron Fox was just chopping them up, dude. Like, they couldn't stop him. He was getting to the rim at will. Malik Monk was getting to the rim at will. Like, there was just no... Guns even up to series. They yep. went 109 to 123. Booker drops 38 and 18. 38 points, yeah. 18 in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's what the that's the only way the Suns are going to win. Booker and Durant just got to go off. They have to absolutely cook, man. Is PG coming back this series? They said he's doubtful to come back in in the first round. Okay. But he is expected to be back if they move on. So we'll see. All right, let's move on to some uh, Major League Baseball for tomorrow. Tomorrow's slate. Um, <clears throat> we got a handful of, of good games. We actually got a lot of shitty pitching matchups, to be honest. But we got some good teams playing. 
Um, the first one we'll talk about is the Brewers and the Mariners. Um, so this game is still going on right now, right? They're still yeah, in. Well, it's six to five in the bottom of the eleven. So the Mariners got to try and tie it up. Bro, the Kraken are about to steal game one. Let's go, yeah, baby. Surprised about that. I told you guys. Bro, you put yeah, that. You're wrong on everything else, though. <laughs> Well, no, just wrong about, about the Rangers. Just wrong about Vegas. That was all. That's the only NHL play I've lost this postseason so far. Um, Edmonton. I didn't play Edmonton though. I just thought they were going to win. Yeah. I think they're going to win the series. I didn't play them in that game. Going to have fun. Uh, fun chugging that porter. That was dude. That was an epic collapse. By the way, dude. Two nothing in the third period, and they lose the game. Anyways, um. So Brewers versus Mariners. So this game's still going on right now. Brewers up six to five in the bottom of the eleventh, right? Or, yeah. So we'll we'll keep an eye on this as as we kind of discuss this game uh, because the Brewers took game one, and uh, if they win this one, then they'll be going for the sweep tomorrow, which is important to pay attention to. Um. So we got Eric Lauer on the mound, and th- and this changed, or no, Rhea Rhea pitched today, right? Against yeah. Logan Gilbert, okay. So Eric Lauer, he's two and one on the year, five point two eight ERA, one point five seven WHIP. He'll be uh, facing Marco Gonzalez, who's one and zero on the season, four point two two ERA, one point five nine WHIP. Um, right now, Milwaukee is plus one hundred five, Mariners minus one twenty five. I'm seeing it at, and the total is at what eight? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. What's your guys' is uh what's your guys' thoughts on on this one here? Uh surprisingly it's been a lot of offense in this series. Yeah. And we got two left-handed pitchers tomorrow and both of these teams are dog shoot against lefties. That's what I was going to say too. So Yeah, we so I, I think that might be something that we look first five maybe an under but maybe an over for the full game. We'll see. We're looking at first five. It's probably going to be what four, four and a four half. Four and a half, probably. Yeah, and both of these teams, you against lefties. You got Milwaukee batting two twelve. You got uh, uh, Seattle batting two oh nine against lefties. Milwaukee seventy four or seventy three WRC plus against lefties. Seattle eighty seven WRC plus against lefties. Three seventy four slugging, six fifty OPS. Uh, minus 4.8 weighted runs against. So definitely not good against lefties. So, and Milwaukee's even worse, dude. <laughs> yep. so. Damn. And somehow, some way, this game might go over. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah watch this be the one. Seattle has a 27% K rate against lefties. They're striking out 27% of the time when they face lefties. Yeah. That's nasty. That's terrible. Yeah, I think it's definitely something we look first five under on. Yeah, I think first five under might be a play. I, I even think the full game under because the the Mariners' bullpen is hella good, you know. Mm. And so is the Brewers. So is the Brewers, yeah, exactly. So if it's a close game down the stretch, I don't expect much mm-hmm. runs to be scored. Hold on, I want to see what the Brewers – because the Brewers have been winning their last few games, so I want to see how much usage they've had. Who, who's – which relievers pitch for them tonight, Irv? Let's see. Tonight they had 
One mile for the Brewers was Milner, Kayapis, Bush, Williams, Wilson. So Williams is not pitching tomorrow for sure because he pitched 33 pitches on Sunday, and then he threw how many today? He pitched one inning today, and... Milner definitely not pitching tomorrow either. He threw twenty on Monday. Didn't tell me. Didn't tell. It's not gonna tell me how much he had because it's still alive. Uh, okay. He only pitched one inning though. <clears throat> he only pitched one inning on Sunday, and he threw thirty-three pitches in that inning. Damn. That's a that's that's a lot of usage. So I don't think their top relievers are even gonna see the field tomorrow if they pitch today. Which is something to kind of, you know, a way to handicap it too, Ben. Speaking of the first five under, because now it's like, okay, well, if their top three relievers are probably not going to see the field tomorrow, then they're going to be throwing Javi Guerra. He's he hasn't pitched in two days, and if he doesn't pitch today, then he hasn't pitched in three days, so he'll definitely be available. Bryce Wilson hasn't pitched since Friday, so he'll definitely be available. He's got eighteen pitches today. But he'll yeah. be able to pitch tomorrow because he hasn't he didn't pitch since Friday and only threw eighteen today. He, I mean he well we'll we'll see. Because he's still pitching right now. Okay. Uh no, sorry, no. Pitch count thirty-two. Thirty-two. Huh. Maybe he won't pitch tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, someone's gotta pitch tomorrow because I guarantee you fucking Lauer ain't going deep in that game. I mean he may go six, seven, because the Mariners can't hit lefties. Um, as far as the Mariners bullpen goes, who pitched for them tonight? Uh, Brash had 15, Spire had nine, Sewald had 15, Gott had nine, Topa had 19. Hmm. Cause Sewold pitched Sunday, didn't pitch Monday. So he should be available. He's our best reliever um, since Munoz is in pitching. Diego Castillo, probably unavailable. Penn Murphy, probably unavailable. Trevor Gott and Brash, probably still available. J.P. Crawford up to bat, runners on first and third with two outs. He's probably going to strike out. <laughs> I was gonna, or he's going to pop up, for, dude. <laughs> he's, he's batting for Colton Wong, who was over four today, though, and batting a whole 98. So, Dude, that might go down as one of the worst trades worst, of all time, yeah. dude. Yeah, it might be one of that's really out of the gate. That's the worst trade of the offseason by far so far. Jesse Winker for fucking Colton Wong, dude. Winker's mm-hmm. playing hella well. Yeah, that was a terrible trade. Um, I'm surprised Clinics. Uh, yeah, he snapped out of it, dude. Yeah, he's he's been a little decent. Yeah, potential, but he's not good against lefties. He's terrible against lefties. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. I kind of lean. I'm probably leaning the under, honestly, in this game. Yeah, I think I think that under first five play might be the best play. Marco Gonzalez, four point two ERA, five point three nine xFIP. So definitely like. Some regression, even more regression coming to a four to a four ERA. He's a five point eight four CR Sierra two, which is not good. Uh 
Man, this dude is not very good, dude. <laughs> His home run to fly ball ratio, 8%. Medium hit, 62% of contact is medium, which is a lot. Mm. So he's giving up over, you know, 80 miles an hour off the barrel. Damn, shit might go over there. Well, these two teams can't hit lefties. So yeah, they can't like, hit lefties. Yeah. I'm I'm with y'all. I think I think the first five under four and a half is a play. Yeah, and hopefully it's uh, hopefully it's four and a half, dude. If it's like three and a half, I don't think I would play it. Okay. That's like really low. But I'm I'm with you. I don't think I don't think it's I think it's tough to take a side. If I had to take a side though, especially if the Mariners lose tonight, I would play the Mariners because it that would be too. L's in a row, they'd be playing for uh to prevent the sweep. So I'd probably uh I have an extra battery in their back if they lose tomorrow when they lose tonight. Yeah. So I, I lean Mariners money line, but I, I'm I'm with you guys. I, I think I really like that first five under four and a half. Um all right, let's move on to our next game. We got uh the Padres versus the Braves. So the Braves uh, eighth inning. I mean, it was a two zero game. They fucking scored three runs. Uh, Potters come back, score one run. Potters have only scored one run in two games. By the way, mm. this is a high powered offense. Uh, one more game without Fernando Tatis. He is eligible to play on Thursday, so we'll see how he will uh, play. And they said he's going to hit leadoff. Interesting. And in the minors. But yeah, everybody his last, his last rehab started, he had three home runs. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been raking down there. I I guarantee triple A pitching is happy to see that dude leave. Base is loaded. JP uh Crawford walked. has got a walk. Yep. Wow. Who's, had, who's up to bat? Uh, Cabrillo uh, uh stole second though, which gave him a uh first. It's uh Julio. Julio's up to bat? Yeah. Oh, uh, game over. Mariners Two for five today. Um, so I'm definitely not going to play Mariners money line if they win, but I definitely like that over. The over? I mean the under, I'm sorry. Under, yeah. The under. I just don't think the... I don't think the Mariners are good enough to be... I don't know, dude. That game tomorrow is just like there's so much unknown after the starters because of the game bullpen over. usage. Julio to the shortstop. Oh Where shit! Damn, they lost. You're a little, you're a little further ahead than I am. They lost. Yeah, we're playing Mariners money line tomorrow, baby. Mm-hmm. Bounce back. Damn, you know, you know who wouldn't have grounded out in that situation, Irvin? Colton Wall. Nah. No. Gary Sheffield. Adley Rutschman wouldn't have grounded out in that situation. Shohei. He would have hit a fucking gapper to left center opposite field. (laughs) (laughs) I would have taken a tie game instead of a game over. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's move on to our next game. We got um, the Braves at the Padres. This is a funny series because. The Padres went into Atlanta and took three out of four. The Braves go to San Diego, and now they've taken two out of two and going for the sweep tomorrow. 
Um, so San Diego might do it because Martinez is on the mound. The dude has been terrible. He has, but I mean that offense, dude. They got to wake up, and they're going against Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton hasn't been great this year. That's true. I, I like the over honestly over tomorrow in that game, but I wouldn't be surprised if Martinez get knocked around again. Yeah, I mean he he played. Um, Sorry, he played. He started against. No, he yeah, he did start against Atlanta. He went four and two thirds, four earned runs. Um, he gave up a home run, home run to fly ball ratio of twenty five percent. His home run to fly ball ratio for the entire season is twenty six percent. Uh, so that is there is some re- positive regression due for that. You know, I talked about it on Twitter today with Dean Kramer because. You know, everyone's like, oh, like, we got to take the over. The over is, you know, due for this game. Nah, he's his ass with nails today. Yeah, and he was due for positive regression because he had 27% fly ball to home run ratio. Like, you're, it's not going to last forever. And, and he was like, he had two starts where he played in weather that was favorable to the offense where fly balls were just. We all know, yeah, we all know Fenway Park is a hitter's park. Always, always was, always will be. Who? What one? Uh, Dean Kramer. Remember when he played against the uh, the Red Sox? He gave him like six or seven runs. Yeah, that game and the Yankees game. And the mm-hmm. wind was blowing out in the Yankees-Orioles game that day. Mm-hmm. Um, So that, that's something to look forward to. So I'm not saying Nick Martinez is a great pitcher by any stretch of the, imagi- by any stretch of the imagination. I just think that while, yes, his ERA is dog shit, he will have some positive regression at some point. Yeah, but it's not going to be against this one. Though. Probably not. I mean, the Braves are, I mean, they're hot right now, dude. Yeah, fucking Murphy hit a tank shot today. Yeah, Olsen did too. Um, Atlanta against right-handed pitching. Not great. Well, they're 10th. WRC plus 105. 328 on base, 445 slugging. They're not slugging very well against them. Uh, I mean, they're one of the top teams in slugging. 774 OPS, 6.3 weighted runs against, though, which is really good. Um, But, yeah, they're definitely better against lefties for sure. Yeah, much better against lefties. San Diego, San Diego against righties, been 98 WRC+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah, two tw- batting two twenty six, OBP three twenty six, slugging of three ninety one, OPS seven seventeen. Not great. Yeah, and and like I was talking about the positive regression for Nick Martinez, uh, Charlie Morton three point eight six ERA, but a five point three five expected fielding independence. So he, we're looking, he's going to be worse. No, yeah. the advanced stats say that he's. Worse than his ERA is Sierra is 5.04. So we're definitely looking for some negative regression coming from Charlie Morton. I kind of like the I, I kind of like the Padres money line in this game. Only because like, dude, this offense is too good to be this dog shit. Like they gotta yeah, but, wake up at some point. Yeah, they gonna wake up when but, uh, Tatis comes back. So start yeah. start betting them when Tatis comes back. But is this yeah, and, and not against the Braves. I don't think this is the the place to you know, to bet it here. I like both first five and full game Atlanta here. Mm-hmm. I can't because say of Morton on the hill and, you know, going up against 
you know, Martinez and yes, Martinez should be getting better, but we haven't seen that yet. I mean, he's, he hasn't had great starts throughout the whole, you know, his, his whole three. Ben, this is a, Uh, this is a thing about predictive analytics is you try to get ahead of it rather than wait. Cause if you just wait and you bet against him, it's not going to be against Atlanta. You don't know that. I mean, how often do teams go in and sweep sweep a good team? The San Diego Padres are a good team. They took three out of four against Atlanta in Atlanta a week and a half ago. Let's not mm. forget that. Yeah, and the game that they lost was... Oh, no, they didn't lose that game. They won 5-4. But those four runs came against Martinez in the four inning, four and two-thirds he pitched. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with the Padres, though, is like their pitching staff isn't good enough... So for them to win three to two ball games, like they have to play high scoring ball games, they 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 gotta hit. Someone gotta go fucking talk to Juan Soto and tell and let him know like this is a fucking contract here, bro. What the fuck are you doing? He's not hitting. Nope. Well, Daniel said on Twitter that he kind of changed his batting stance and it's not helping. I mean, well, hey, we'll see. Yeah, he. He's looking lost, dude, and he's costing himself money, dude. He's not in Dodger Blue, so fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to see. Uh, so Charlie Morton throws fastball, cutter, curveball, changeup. He has a negative 4.1 runs above average with the fastball, negative 1.0 Against a cutter, so his curveball is his best pitch. Three point six runs above average. How do we have four three ball game at the end of five? Atlanta. Um. Damn, San Diego's dog shit against the fastball. Minus 6.7. That's crazy. But they're one of the best curveball hitting teams. Yeah, I like a... I kind of like the Padres, man. I just I I don't think they're gonna get swept, dude. I'm betting against the sweat, the sweep. Minus one fifteen. Give me the Padres money line. Avoid the sweep. Get Tatis in the lineup and let's go. Yeah, no, but they don't get Tatis in the lineup. Yeah, they don't need him tomorrow, dude. They still got Juan Soto. They got Manny Machado. These two these two dudes got to get their fucking heads out of their ass. They've been they've been doing great so far. You think they're gonna? You, do you think they're gonna play like that the entire year? No, obviously not. But do you think they're gonna play like that tomorrow? Yeah, I don't. What What tells me that they're going to regret? That they're gonna start seeing the ball tomorrow? Nah, I mean, it's gonna happen at some point. And there's no better dude to do it against than Charlie Morton. Mm-hmm. I like uh I'm I'm taking the Padres tomorrow, minus one fifteen. Give me the give me Padres money line. Alright, let's move on to our next game. We got uh the Twinkies at the Red Sox. A very weird ending to the game today. 
Um, it was like uh, Verdugo hit that ball in the right corner. What do they call that? Pesky's corner, yeah. Pesky's pull, mm-hmm. and uh, the right fielder. Who who was the right fielder? It was uh, Gabe Kapler. Kapler, right? That's the coach of Kepler. Gabe Kapler's the coach of the Giants. Yeah, but there's like Kapler on the Twins, dude. What the hell? Man, the Twins need uh, they need Joey Gallo back, bro. They're missing him. <laughs> Never thought I would say that. But anyways, so the ball's hitting the right field. Right fielder gets the ball, and he's, like, kind of lazy to throw it, and the dude just, like, easily scores. And it, there should have been a close play at home. Um, Twins have now dropped two two straight to Boston, three in a row, including uh, the – or, I'm sorry, four in a row, two straight to Boston, two straight to New, to New York. Again, this is a – this is a – Spot that I, I like the Twins, man. Like they're too good of a team, and their best pitcher is on the hill. And Joe Ryan, well, second best pitcher in Joe Ryan, point six three whip. He doesn't walk guys. Um, he doesn't give up the long ball. Um, so I, I like the Twins here, dude. I like them. I like Joe Ryan to get them out out of this losing streak. And the way they lost the game today, I think is a terrible, terrible is a perfect bounce back for tomorrow, dude. And they're they're bad against left-handed pitching, which is why I didn't like them today against Chris Sale. But I mean, dude, they're going against Corey Kluber. Yeah, six point nine two ERA, one point four six WHIP. He has not been good, and the, his starts have just been atrocious. Yeah, I think this is a perfect bounce back spot for the for the Twinkies, <laughs> and they go back home tomorrow, right? <laughs> Let's see. They go. Oh, no, it's still Thursday. Last game is Thursday. I think they back at home. No, they, they don't. They don't have a game Thursday. Thursday. Yes, they do. They play Boston. Dude. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm looking at the next three series. So. They play Boston and they go home to Washington. <laughs> and then they get New York at home. Um so I mean this is the this is a good bounce back spot. You could split the series. You win tomorrow, win on Thursday, split the series, go home. You know, that's what you want to do. You just don't want to lose series. That's the whole object of regular yep. season baseball is to not lose series. If you win more series than you lose and tie more series than you lose you will be in the playoffs at the end of the year. This team's good. Joe Ryan is good. Corey Kluber is not. Corey Kluber is not good. Corey Kluber yeah. has been absolute fucking dog shit. I mean, uh, he, his pitch, his start against the, you know, the Pirates, it wasn't bad. He went five innings, three hits, one run, um, but only had two strikeouts in those five innings, which is which is pretty unimpressive um you know compared to his other games but they still lost four to one so he's not getting run support when he's in which is difficult yeah and my my biggest concern with the twins is like they're just not good offensively yeah you know and but 
like you said, like Corey, I mean, look at the team, look at the pitchers they faced. I mean, they faced some really good pitchers this year. And they're leading their division right now. Yep. Which, you know, we're going to have to have a conversation about the AL Central soon, dude. That that might be the worst division in baseball. <laughs> yeah. I also probably go over in this game, looking at, you know, the starts that, you know, both of these pitchers have had because of the relief. You know, Kluber's going to let up a bunch of runs, uh, but then the relief pitching has been atrocious for both of these teams when when they're pitching. So of the six starts out of both pitchers, only one has gone under. I mean, it's hard to play an under in a Corey Kluber game because, you know, he could he could give up eight himself. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you need to go, go over. Or you go Twins money line. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a great, great bet there. What is Twins money line though? Minus one twenty. Okay, that's not bad. I'll take that all day. Yep, that's one of my best bets actually. I've already placed it. I like Twins bounce back spot. Yep. All right, let's move on to our final game of the night. I will be talking about, and that's the Los Angeles Doyers against the New York Mets. Is that game? Is that game final? Is that game final yet? Yes. Yeah, Dodgers won five zero. Five zero. Okay, they did close it out. Um, All right, so we got Scherzer two and one on the year, four point four one ERA, one point two two WHIP, going against Noah Syndergaard, who's zero and two on the season with a five point six three ERA, one point two five WHIP. Or if you're the Dodgers fan, kick us off. Um, either you take the over or you take the uh, match money line. I don't trust Noah Syndergaard. We need to send his ass to single A. Uh, <laughs> he said single A. <laughs> he did pit his first game against the Diamondbacks. He did pitch well. He didn't give up a whole bunch of runs. Those are no decision. But his last two starts just looked terrible, man. So <clears throat> I came back to this dude. Him and uh, Michael Grove proved me wrong. So maybe no, Senegar can prove me wrong tomorrow, but I'm not betting this game, man. I'm, I refuse to put any faith in that dude. Thor, sure. is, Thor is long gone, and he's the dad by Thor off of Marvel, but he still don't put it in no work. So it's just, it's just, I don't know, man. DFA is ass. So. I mean, he's just he he doesn't gas 99 anymore, dude. That's the issue. Yeah, and sure it looked good in his last start in San Diego. So I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah, Scherzer, he definitely looked better. Um, but I, I, I still am concerned about Scherzer, dude, because he's just, you know. Yeah, kind of, if you bet anything for this game, bet the over. I mean, Noah Syndergaard, dude, as bad as his ERA is, dude, his XFIPS 3.64, Sierra 3.53. So mm-hmm. he does kind of have a little bit of bad luck. And on the flip side, Scherzer, 4.41 ERA, 5.32 XFIP. 5.12 Sierra. You know, against, uh, let me see, against uh, the Padres, he struck out 10.8 per nine. So 33% of the batters he struck out. Only gave up point six seven. 
um, average. So that was a really good start. Against Milwaukee, though, awful start. Only 8% K percentage, 3.38 walks. And he's actually walking a lot of guys this year, dude. Walked five, 5.4 batters per nine against uh, the Padres. That's a lot. Only threw f- five pitches. He's only gone over five innings w- once this year. So you're talking yourself into taking the Dodgers, huh? Uh, I don't know. He does that a lot. I just I don't think it's like, oh, Syndergaard sucks. It's we got to play Scherzer. Oh yeah, I'm just saying that because I hopefully I reverse jinx him and he pitches eight shutout innings tomorrow. And the Dodgers but, are six against right-handed pitching, 116 WRC+. plus. They have a 778 OPS against right-handed pitching, 7.4 weighted runs against, 3.50 weighted on base average. They are striking out a lot, though, 26%, dude. That's a lot of strikeouts. Yeah, I don't know why we strike out so much. It's a lot of strikeouts. Um and when Westerham had a vintage uh, performance today, my boy JD Martinez. He he what? Two, two dingers tonight. Nice vintage, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh the Mets fifteenth against right handed pitching, one oh one WRC plus. They're only striking out sixteen percent of the time though. What's a lot of balls in play, so that's pretty good. I was gonna say, what's Noah Syndergaard's average on balls in play? That might give us a. Let's see here. Three twenty six average on balls in play. Yikes! That's not good. Might have to bet that over. Yeah, the over might be. What is the over at? What's the total at right now? Yeah, I mean, we might have to play that over, bro. You auto fade the Guardians now? No turn ball on the mound tomorrow. Ooh, you can't back him. Nope. What do you think about Dodgers Mets, Ben? Um, take the Dodgers losing. I, I love that. Um, I, I think the over is the best bet here. Um, because, uh, you know, yeah, Scherzer had a good start last game, um, but Syndergaard has been trash. I I just don't trust that both of these teams can obviously hit. So I, I think you look at that. Both teams are better against righties, um, you know, and let's see, we've got the wind blowing out tomorrow, I believe. So even though these pitchers don't, eh, they, these pitchers don't allow too many home runs. Nah, but Syndergaard be allowing uh, three twenty seven uh, average on yeah. balls in play, dude. A lot of doubles, those add up to a lot of wins. Yeah. So I, I I still lean Mets, and I like the over. I think. Hmm? Yeah, I think uh, I like the over in this game. And I lean, slight lean Mets. Don't love it, though. Don't love it. Just because I don't think Scherzer, he's definitely not the guy that he used to be. And I don't know if I want to let that last start just 
fool me. He is good against left-handed batters, though. 194 average against. He's given up two home runs. He's only faced 35 batters from the left side. Might be a big game for Freddie Freeman tomorrow. Yeah. You know? All right. Let's go, y'all. Let's get some best bets for tomorrow. Or what you got? I got... Twins money line, and we didn't talk about this game, but I got the over for the Angels and the Angels. My two best bets. LA Angels, New York Yankees. Was it? What's the over? Nine. Nine. Yeah. Ben, what do you, what do you like tomorrow? Uh, so I'm gonna go Brewers Mariners under on the first five because both these teams are trash against left-handed pitchers, and then I am gonna go Atlanta. Uh, minus half a run, first five. All right. Good morning on the hill. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go Twins money line because I, I really like that play with uh, Joe Ryan on the mound. And then my second best bet, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna go Padres money line. Avoid the sweep. Padres money line minus one fifteen. Full game. Bold strategy. Bold strategy, Cotton. Hey. It always works, dude. Look, I I backed the basket today. I told you the the Blue Jays were going to win, bro. Yeah, they got busy today. Hey, so I I don't mean to be uh, mean, but we need DeGrom to get hurt. Yeah, he's throwing. He's like striking out ten guys per fucking start. Yeah, he's got thirty-two strikeouts, and we're sitting at the under one ninety-nine. And as of today, he said he feels better than he did on Monday, and anticipates his next start. He's due, bro. He he hasn't pitched a full season in like three years, dude. I know. So, so you taking the uh, the the Guardians tomorrow, Jordan? The Guardians. This is Turnbull. I mean, I lean the Guardians. It's just hard to bet them right now, bro. They're just they're not playing good baseball. Well, you gotta check the weather, Detroit tomorrow. It's supposed to be fifty degrees. But I don't know if the wind's blowing in or out. It doesn't matter, dude. The the Guardians, like, dude, they can't hit with runners in position, bro. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's terrible. They, they were just, uh, stay away from that game. in that second game, dude. They had like a they had a runner in scoring position for like six straight innings, and they didn't score a single run. Damn, that's horrible. Diamondbacks got mad bum on the uh, mound tomorrow. He is a bum now, so he probably want to take the Cardinals. Yeah, and the Cardinals avoiding the sweep too. But dude, the Cardinals, man, Oliver Marmol, they got to get rid of him. There's something going wrong with that team. <laughs> the over under is ten in that game, bro. They almost came back though today. They were down eight three and almost came back exactly. So I think you might want to bet the over for this game, honestly. Yeah. Because Wilford been giving up a bunch of wins, too. Yeah, he's not very good. Is uh, Goldie still looking at, like the MVP uh, he was last year? He's playing good, but he's not playing as good as he was last year. Damn it. Tyron Walker versus Clevenger tomorrow. White Sox versus Phillies. Damn, Clevenger actually been good his first two starts. Yeah, he was nice against the Orioles, dude. And then the bullpen blew it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that bullpen's so bad, bro. Yeah, I think you just got a bet overs right now when it comes to the White Sox. 
The Phillies starters get trash too. Yeah, dude. Zach Wheeler and Nola both haven't been good. And they got Tyler Walker on the mound tomorrow. Nasty stuff. What do you guys like in NHL? That's nasty work. Uh, tomorrow, give me. If you bet, stay, bet the unders for uh, Hurricanes and Islanders and uh, uh, <laughs> the Stars and the uh, Wild. That game went to double overtime, but it still went under. Yep. Well, I mean, it. it uh, overtime, it's golden goal. So, I mean, um, I'm also because of the uh, Pavelski injury. I'm I'm leaning wild here, especially at plus money. Uh, but I, I agree with you. Go under on the Isles Hurricanes. I think you can go under on the Isles Hurricanes, and you're going to win. You know, three out of four in this series. Stars do are must win mode, though. I think you just got to take the Hurricanes money line. At home, dude. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You can't. You don't bet against him at home. Yeah, yeah but money line is not great at one seventy eight. Yeah, it's not. I, I, I mean, I bet. I bet it great. at one sixty on on Monday. I, I think that's great value because I just don't think they don't lose at home. Yeah, they don't. Twenty eight and still, ten on the year. I still at think home. you got to go over in that Boston Florida game. Yeah, because no, I know where they could just score. No matter, they could just score so many goals and they. Yeah. And the Islanders aren't good at home uh, on the road. They're the Islanders on the road seventeen and eighteen this year. Mm. Kings taking it to uh, game lead. Nah, there's no way they win two in a row. And Jordan got the Padres money line tomorrow. Yes, sir. Jose Barrios is on the mound tomorrow for a fucking what's the name? That's not good. He was good in his last start, though, against the and it was against the Astros. Oh, Jose Barrios. No problem for the Blue Jays. He played the A's. He's starting tomorrow versus the Astros, too. Oh, I mean, his la- who did he play his last start? Oh, the Rays. The Rays. That was their first L was to Jose Barrios. Yeah. So you're going to take Jose. Well, Luis Garcia ain't been good either, so. Mm, might want to take the Toronto plus one point five on the run line. Because the Astros been struggling. Yeah, they uh they got some issues, man. Supposedly Michael Brantley's gonna be out for a while too. Yeah. Which is a huge blow for them. All right. We gotta get we gotta end this show. Thank you, uh everybody for joining us. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device. Use promo code TAPROOM for ten dollars off your first purchase of twenty-five dollars or more. That's craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to leave your seat. I'll be back Friday night with Aaron Kidd. We'll be breaking down Saturday's Major League Baseball slate, maybe talking some NBA. I don't know. Um But yeah, man, thank you everybody for joining us. Thank you for tapping in. Tell a friend. Twitch.tv slash Taproom Sports. We'll catch y'all later. Let's get to the window tomorrow. Let's make some fucking money and let's go. Have a blessed Wednesday, everybody.